Welcome well, back. Welcome back to another edition another of edition. the Par, Par for, for the Court, court podcast. podcast. It is Friday. 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 April. Why don't you have the date on your laptop, Chase? It's on There's the no top calendar. right. I don't, oh, it's Idiot. Friday, April 21st. Cole left his laptop in the car. You ever used a computer? So I'm on Chase's laptop today. Chase's got his iPad like an iPad kid. Adapt? Absolute screenager. What, kid. what was the Michael Scott thing? Adapt, react, readapt? Adapt, react, readapt. There we go. That's um, all I'm doing. Yeah, man. So we got, uh, we got some playoff games been happening recently. I don't know if you've heard. You been watching oh, it all, Chase? Oh, yeah. You been watching? No, Chase doesn't watch basketball, remember? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was afraid. Um, yeah, so today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch a little bit on everything. It's par for the court podcast. Start off with the New York Knickerbockers versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. The what? The New York Knickerbockers versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. You added a syllable in Cleveland. I don't think so. Oh yeah. Um Game one, it was, it was looking like the Knicks were back. They were. Then they were not back in game two. They needed one in Cleveland, and they were good. I don't. Okay. I mean, I think. When, does, when is Garland going to score that many points in a game again? I mean, he was getting easy shots. He was, he was knocking down open looks. Um, my take, the Knicks absolutely shocked the Cavaliers with their level of ferocity and physicality on the defensive end. Um, and on top of that, the Cavs got absolutely smoked in their bench minutes. Um, another thing, Randall, although he did look rusty on the offensive end, just absolutely hoard Evan Mobley. Oh, yeah. I mean, just nagging him all game long, pounding over and over. No uh, pause on that one. But I mean, and that really affected Mobley. Um, I mean, he shot extremely poorly. I think he shot four for 13. Um, and you know Mitchell, although he tried to he tried to get the guys uh you know riled up a little bit with his little uh, jawing with Randall, but he was the only one that the looked, most didn't look unnecessary scared. jawing there was. By he the was way. trying to dude, he was trying to get him fired up. Like he was, you could tell he was. It was it was. A, it was Did a it ploy. work? How did it work? No, it didn't. They were, Let me know they how were that playing works. scared. They were playing scared. He was the only one on the team that didn't look scared. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, after they got that out of the way, I mean. The, it looked like a the game two. The Cavaliers looked like a completely different team defensively. I mean, they were putting Brunson in a box. Randall still a little bit rusty. I'm going to say probably bothered by the length that Mobley is uh, applying as well. Well, I think but, so much of his game, if it's not on the perimeter, it's banging into guys and moving them out of the way and then trying to score. And it's it's really hard to do that when you've got Mobley on you as a primary defender, and then you've got to go up and get around Jared Allen at the rim. I think that's really hard for guys like Randall. Yeah, it's tough, and I don't really think Allen's too worried about uh, Mitchell Robinson uh, you know, weaving his way around to an open spot. I didn't think Mitchell Robinson would be bigger than Jared Allen. He's, like, noticeably taller and bigger. No, yeah, he is. Um, what sticks out to me the most about Mitchell Robinson is his shoulders. They're, so, they're very, very broad. He's got an odd shape. I think the, I think the sleeves highlight the shoulders a little bit. Oh, yeah, tight. I agree with you. I agree with you on that, yeah. But I thought Jared Allen was one of the largest human beings in the world. But yeah, no, that guy is that guy's, that guy's fucking huge. Um, I'm gonna say this: I don't think I've ever seen Jalen Brunson that frazzled while in a Knicks jersey ever more than he was Game Two. Um, little stat here for you: Brunson and Randall shot a combined 13 of 37 
in game two. Not so good. And no. and uh, I will say one thing. What did I say on uh, in the first podcast? You said X, the, the Cavs would win, which is wrong. I did say the, the Cavs are going to win. I, that was game two was much more indicative of how the Cavaliers actually play. Um, no, it wasn't. Yeah, how is it not? Explain that. Garland scoring 30 and Donovan Mitchell having 13 assists. So Donovan Mitchell is a guy that makes the right play. He doesn't necessarily force shots. He's, he'll be aggressive when it's time to be aggressive. But he saw that Garland was hitting, so he shared the ball more. And again, Garland did not hit any crazy shots. He was getting a lot of open looks because they were running in transition, and that got him open for a lot of threes. They're, they run transition a lot? When they can, yeah. They're 30th in pace. Are you sure about that? Uh-huh. Okay, well, they got two very... We discussed dy- this in part one of playoff. Okay, they got two podcast. very dynamic guards that are going to push the ball when they have the opportunity to, and that was helping Garland get a lot of open looks. When you say that Garland is never going to do that again in the series, that usually like relates to, oh, this guy was hitting every shot he took. They were all open shots. They were all good shots, and Garland's an above-average shooter. Um, I didn't see anything aside from you could say Karis Levert. He had twenty-five points. Um, he yeah, got, I think. I mean, I would assume they're going to stick with Levert in there and a quarter out of the lineup for the most part. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not too worried about um, Karis Levert getting torched by Quentin Grimes or McBride. No, yeah, there's there. there's a lot of guys you can just hide in the series. And it's like, wait, he's been a on the ton, floor for how a long? Ton. And on top of that, R.J. Barrett, Mister Hundred Fifty Million Dollars. I think he scored a combined nine points between the game games one and two. Um, he had fourteen in the second game. Oh shucks! What did he have in the first game? Um, Either way, it's still still not so good. It was a lot of garbage time. Hey, there. I said he had the opportunity to prove his contract. Did he? No, I didn't. No, he did not. Did he? Um, yeah, but first on, uh, on the topic of the uh, the good old Julius Randle. First Randall. game he had seven, so you were almost right. Oh boy, that was not right. Either yeah, way, but okay, I, I must right. have, I must have been thinking, thinking we of somebody back. else. We I was back. thinking of somebody Next else, play. but nonetheless, bad games. Um, gotta gotta cover this topic a little bit. Jared Allen, uh, Julius Randle, little uh, you know, a physical transition one on one battle they had. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that at all. That's something like a that's something like some guy that works at Target who goes to a local gym to play pickup does to someone. What what Jared Allen did to Julius Randle? Yes. I I didn't have a problem with it at all. I thought Julius, or Jared Allen was making undercutting a play. someone. He didn't undercut him. He In made a, a twenty point game. Jared Allen made a play on the ball. No, I still don't a like notoriously it. good shot blocker. A guy who is very much known for challenging any and every shot he can, um, putting his uh, pride to the side. You know, risking getting dunked on every chance he get to try and challenge a shot. And he was very clearly it was a basketball play. And, you know, it was just a physical play. That's all I took it as. What I did take away from that, though, was why the hell is Julius Randle in the game still? That's true. Um, your boy, uh, your boy, I believe it was Big Cat, made this point, which I was like, huh, I didn't even think about that. Tom Thibodeau should know better than to have his star players in during garbage time where nothing matters um, late yeah. in the game with uh, the Derrick Rose situation. Um, really, uh, would you say he might regret that one? I think so. Having uh, Derrick Rose in up uh, 20 with 50 seconds left? Yeah, I think he would agree with that. Might want to get that one back. but um, No, actually, he's so stubborn. He'd have been like, no. He's got to get his burn in. He's got to get his, uh, he's gotta he's gotta get his burn in. Um, 
but yeah, I don't, I didn't have a problem with the play, and I, uh, I didn't like those who were saying that he should get any sort of suspension for it. It was a, there was no flagrant called, so, um, but yeah, I'm gonna chalk this. I'm gonna chalk this loss up for my Knicks as Your them, Knicks. them shooting, Cleveland shooting forty two percent from three, and the Knicks shooting twenty four. Okay, but that was just a lot of uh, very the similar were t- attempts. The Knicks were taking bad shots, though. That's all I got to say. The, the Cavaliers are putting them in a Quentin box. Quentin Grimes, one possession, missed three three-pointers in a row wide open. I think <laughs> that's, that's true. Okay, that's how true. the game went. That's true. Um, but still, I very much like the Cavaliers' chances moving forward. I think Donovan Mitchell's going to be absolutely showing out in the garden. You could guarantee a 40-point game is going to be coming in one of these games, games um, three or Brunson four. Brunson has to have a comeback game. I mean... Five for 17, one for eight from three. There's no way he does that again. I mean, dog, the thing about it is they guarded him a completely different way in game two, and I'm expecting he's not going to have an amazing game. Um, we're going to see a little bit more of that. I'm not saying he's going to shoot as poorly as he did in game two, but I'm not saying he's going to have an amazing bounce-back game. So I see um, he does. We'll see, though. What's your? Do you like seven games for this series? Yeah, it's just going to be seven, and the Knicks are going to win. I got Cavs and six. I'm staying strong on Cavs and six. I think I said Knicks and seven before. I'm going to stay with that. I like it. It was a close game in game one, and the Cavaliers played poorly, and they played scared, and they played unphysical, and they overall just got out-toughed. I don't think that's going to happen again, and I don't think that the Cavaliers bench is going to be that bad as they were in game one. All the Knicks got to do from here on out is go 500. I guess you're right. You know. Will it happen, though? No. Win-loss. Win-loss. Win. (laughs) All right. Um, That's it. Moving on. Lakers-Grizzlies. Game one. What did you see out there, game one, Chase? What I saw was just just a great team win for the Lakers. Yeah, I saw a focused group. I saw guys that wanted to play, that were ready to play, that wanted to defend. I saw ball movement. I saw good offense. Austin Reeves deserves a max contract. If the Lakers screw that up this offseason, I will be pissed. Yeah, what I liked about game one was that uh, the Lakers were creating advantages. They did create advantages. They were creating advantages, and they were taking advantage of them. They were pouncing on those opportunities. They were uh, attacking the holes given to them, things like that. Um, game two, I saw a lot of standing around on offense. I saw a lot of expecting that the Grizzlies were going to lay over. Um, the, I, but, will, I will never understand when the Lakers get post-doubled, there is no cut from the backside. There's never a cut. There's not one. No. They're, they're, the Grizzlies are doubling from the baseline. There's one guy zoning up, two guys on the backside. If one guy cuts from the wing or the corner, he will be open, or the guy shooting taken at the three-point line will be open. It's that simple. Yeah, it really is. Um, they, had, they did it like once or twice, and they got layups every time. A couple of them were Jared Vanderbilt, so we all know how that goes. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what are you, you going to say to the guy? You know, he's, not he's, the greatest. he's just playing hard. He's living up. He wants to be the Rodman of today's NBA. That's why he keeps missing him. He wants that reputation. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, um, so we're going to need a – there are two guys specifically that very, very much direly need to step up for the Lakers. Um, I know – I mean, obviously, you know who those two guys are. Um, AD, and I have a new nickname, Drunk D-Lo. 
drunk D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. This guy's uh He's been drunk since the playing game. Two for eleven. And this guy was getting open shots. Just, they were they're not they're not overly guarding D'Angelo Russell. He's just missing. Straight up missing. He also just threw it in to Luke Kennard and then did he foul him too? Yeah. He fouled him. He fouled him. Was he the one that threw it in? I don't want to blame him for that too. I don't know. He didn't throw it in, but he fouled him. Um, and it was a bad foul. A seven point seven swing point there. swing there. They hit a three to put him up, and then and then Luke Kennard got steals the inbound pass, and then the game yeah. was pretty much even from that point on. That's right. Um, Actually, yeah. no. The Lakers won by two from that point on. Yes. Yeah, but um, in that sequence, the Grizzlies hit an open three. Then Luke Kennard steals the inbounds pass, and he shoots the three. D'Angelo Russell extremely late closeout undercuts him. Bam! Fall on the ground. Three point M one in Kennard. That white fellow is obviously not going to be missing his free throw with that clean form. Um, uh, it's Kennard. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Um, but Anthony Davis, offense to the side. You could just ignore the offensive end. You can't guard Xavier Tillman, AD? You, this guy was getting absolutely trounced by Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman. This guy, he doesn't move so well. He's pretty big-boned. Uh, if you look at him, he's somewhat of a sneaky chunker. Um and yet, Anthony Davis just couldn't guard him. But it wasn't that... I don't think Anthony Davis can't guard him, because obviously he can. Anthony Davis, he's a former first-team all-defense I don't team. think he could see him. No, dude, it wasn't... His eye, his eye. No, my gosh. That's, I don't even want to talk about that. Or was that. it... No, the but hip, the hip. It, it could have been anything. Maybe he caught a case of bench hamstring when he got out in the, his first stint. Could have been bench but hamstring, that This too. guy... Um, I like to judge a player's ability to play hard his tenacity on the defensive end by how many efforts you can make in a play and anthony davis would get he'd get a he'd bite on a pump fake a little bit or he'd uh, overextend himself on an entry pass then that was it. things like that and that was it that was literally it xavier tillman is not jumping out of the gym he's not ultra crafty his finishes are about as black and white as they get and anthony davis is tall and athletic as it gets that's the guy who can recover. If anybody can recover after one mistake, it, it's Anthony Davis. Yeah. But Xavier Tillman, as I said, he'd make one little move that might get Anthony Davis a little bit out of place, and AD would not go for anything after the play. He would just no. let, let Xavier Tillman that finish it. it. And, yeah, that was the game. And for looking at – if you're judging these teams, if you had watched your first game of NBA basketball – that night, and you see Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman's the best player on the for 13, 77 percent. And you see Anthony Day to Day Davis shooting. Yes, that's right. Four for 14. Four for 14, 28 percent. Didn't miss from three, though. Didn't miss line. one for one from three. And then nine rebounds. When, and, and of course, wait, before getting blocked. By John Conchar. Oh, yeah, that was a tough look. Tough look for all. Yeah. Now, when the – I don't remember who was announcing last night, but when it was the third quarter and AD, like, had a put back, and they're like, and AD's reached double digits. I was like, what? It's the third quarter. He played yeah. – You expect in a series where the Grizzlies are missing their first and second best centers, yeah. Yeah. you expect a guy like Anthony Davis to have a really good game, have a really good series, like, with ease. This guy just didn't show up. I mean, did not show up. And he was getting open looks, just was being a baby. He was going up casual. That John Conchar dunk, he expected to effortlessly 
dunk on Conchar. Or he expected Conchar to see a guy of Anthony yeah, Davis's jump, clout yeah. and stature and just not go for it. But no, these Grizzlies, especially without the star player, they're going to scrap. They're going to play as hard as they can. And let's face it, when, I, when a team star player is out, their sliders are going to be up. Everyone's going to be riding a little high to try, try and have the get back for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, let me know what you think of this hate here. Um, no. Because I got a hot take. I was, uh, I was putting the feelers out, you know, um, letting this take sit a little bit during the, today's workouts. Um, the rest of the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are a, a better overall team when John Ranch not play. Everyone knows how good their record is. When Jaws out, don't take credit for this take. This has been out there. I know I'm not. I'm not taking credit for it. But they share the ball a whole lot better. The team is a lot more well-rounded. They take much higher IQ shots. They get into their sets more. Um, Tyus Jones, a much more cerebral point guard, a much more I'm going to get these guys involved point guard, has everybody going because everyone's getting almost an equal amount of touches. Um, and if Desmond Bain is hitting his shots, they're basically just as good as when John Morant is firing on all cylinders in transition and such. Um, so I don't really see either way, John Morant, no John Morant the rest of the series. The Lakers are going to need to play their best basketball to beat this team. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds good, but the NBA is a league of stars. You need a star in your team. You need somebody that's going to take brunt of the load, um, a guy that you can go to under the shot clock and really – really rely on. That's kind of what we're seeing with the Nets. Um, they have a lot of really good players, but you need a great player to win in the playoffs especially. And I think if the Grizzlies are this, the rest of the series are really easy to scout and they're going to get figured out pretty easily. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. But, um, I mean, we can't discredit Bain and Triple J. Triple J. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they played well, but I think this is just they're, they're very easy to scout very easy to guard now, which is why I'm so disappointed in how badly the Lakers looked and how badly they played and that they lost. But yeah. I think next two games, I think Ja will probably be back at some point. But yeah, we'll see. I don't. I don't. Truthfully, I don't think he's going to play next game. Um, you know. Well, I mean, they from got, my my if, sources were he didn't shoot a single right-handed shot until you a don't few have hours. sources. Number one. Yeah, I do. Number two. Here's the only reason that the Grizzlies don't put him out there. Schroeder breaks people's hands in playoff games. That's true. So, he has a track record for going at people's hurts hands. I think that my sources are saying that's the only reason Ja didn't play. No. Um, yeah, guys, Ja Morant did not take a single right-handed shot until single-digit hours before Game Two, and wasn't looking good. He was getting his he um, during his usual workout time where he's on the court. He was not on the actual court. He was in the practice facility. Uh, working out in front of the medical training staff. Well, they were buddy, seeing if he could grip the basketball. They were seeing if he could dribble. They were seeing if he could dunk without severe pain, and he couldn't. My uh, my buddy Tim McMahon, he works over at ESPN. He was in the locker room post game. He was saying Ja was only using his left hand for his telephone calls. That's right. So um, Ja actually had to ask a uh, security staff member to undo his balled up socks for his post game outfit. Um. By the way, let's just touch you can on take apart socks with a hand, with one hand. Jaw's kind of a baby. You um, just put it like elbow to quad, dude. He's he, pull. He, he's not that resilient. Um, yeah. For those who didn't see his uh, little uh, post game um, soliloquy, basically Jaw was saying like how he just can't believe it's just 
one thing after another happening to him, and he just can't believe his bad luck and how everyone's got him all down. Dude, you brought this all and on yourself. Everything besides this one injury. Dude, everyone gets injured. People get hurt all the time. Look at a, look at Anthony Street close Davis. He doesn't let an injury t- uh, bring him down. But this one little injury, and all of a sudden, it's, oh, the whole, everyone's just against me, and I just can't believe this is all happening to me. But before game one of the playoff, the 2023 playoffs, every single um, downfall that has ever somewhat happened to John Morant, he's pretty much brought it on himself. Um, so that I don't like. That I don't like at all. Yeah, um, no. So, yeah, last thing I want to say on this series, um, Triple J, you know, although he didn't put up crazy numbers in game two, 18 points, um, nine rebounds, he has uh, somewhat proved me wrong. Uh, he's 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 been he's been showing out. And You're I, saying I'm, the defensive player of the year is playing good defense. Is this your well, take? Well, offensively too, but no, like I'm I was always somewhat of a hater of Triple J. I didn't really see He's a good player. He's a I good didn't player. see the glitz and glamour of what he really did on the defensive end, but he was doing he was he was doing his shit in game one and game two. Um more so offensively in game one, but still the defense has been solid and I mean, I know, you know, with my buddy Tim Donahue, what he's told me about these uh, you know, how the refereeing goes specifically in the playoffs, there's definitely been some collusion. Um, as far as uh, keeping Triple J in the game, that's why we haven't seen so much foul trouble with him in this series. But you know, nonetheless, you know, I, I, I like what I'm seeing. So, if you got anything else, mm, no, it's still Lakers in six, though. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, All righty. Well, Miami Heat versus Milwaukee Bucks. Um, so. Uh, the Heat sold, and they suck, and next game. Game one, we saw a uh, very different team than we saw in game two. Um, but game two, I mean, from the jump, the Bucks made a point to abuse their size by just force-feeding Brook Lopez. But when the adjustment was finally made to you know stop Brook Lopez, that's, began, that's when the Bucks began to absolutely berate the heat with threes everyone was hitting i think it's berate okay um i mean thought you want to know joe ingles six of seven pat Connaughton, eight of 12 brooke lopez 12 of 17 even even old crazy eyes bobby That's portis the best nickname ever five of nine 15 rebounds um yeah reggie miller uh, coined the exact nickname of Bobby Portis that will I will forever call him until the end of time. Reggie Miller. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Portis hit a shot and he's talking his trash and the camera zooms in on him and then Reggie Miller just goes, "There's old crazy eyes." <laughs> nothing better. Oh my gosh. Um, you didn't even mention Connaughton six for ten. I said Connaughton eight of twelve. He was six of ten from three. Okay. Yeah, no, but yeah, you're, you're not beating any team that's shooting 51% from three. Yeah, no, it was ridiculous. But I mean, um, but I mean, even with this like big run that they went on, the Heat were, were still within punching distance. But we all know the Heat do rely on the free throw line. They're they're a very much uh, attack the basket and get to the line team. Yeah, no, they're but, not explosive. Okay, um, the referees were pretty much just disheartening the Heat one by one. They began to call pretty much everything in Milwaukee's favor. 
And that kind of took the life out of heat. You literally saw it in the facial expressions. I mean, one by one, a guy would get, you know, a shove. A guy would get hit hard when he's, when he's going up to the basket and come down, expect the whistle to come, and it just didn't. I think these playoffs overall have been pretty rough and not officiated. Not badly, but just they're just free-flowing games. I don't think the refs are really taking over, which I kind of like. No, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, the number one thing that sticks out to me when you say that is how James Harden, his antics have just not been tolerated whatsoever. This no, is a guy who no. averages, um, even in Philadelphia with his backseat role, over nine free throw attempts a game, and he has not gotten to the line a single time at the time of recording this podcast. We are recording this before the playoff games start on Thursday. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts but on it's Friday. Yeah, but we're going we're to give our, our thoughts on Kings Warriors – um, and the Clippers game after these and, the and Sixers Nets. Um, we're not the, gonna. The I, Nets are gonna win, so I, we're gonna talk about it. If the Nets win, we'll talk about it. If the Nets are gonna win, if what everyone thinks is gonna happen happens, we're not even gonna mention. Nets are gonna win. The Kings are gonna win. I think the Kings are gonna win too. Actually, um, I can't, this is gonna be actually pretty different. You know what? Screw it. Let's just give our predictions here. Um, All right, rapid fire. It's Nets, Kings, and it's Suns, obviously, because Kawhi's out. Um, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. If I wouldn't turn this out. Um, I expect but I Westbrook. I still think it's the Suns. Westbrook is. Uh, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this uh, little uh, sentence here from Molly Morrison on Twitter. But uh, Russ will be going for sixty. He's probably only gonna get twenty, he'll but be, he will be going for sixty. He'll be Washington Westbrook again. He oh no, he's gonna be balls to the walls, just putting it all out there. It'll be funny. You know, It'll be fun to watch. No, it's it's gonna be funny. Um. Rob Prez tweeted the video, uh, Russ singing, Now I Do What I Want. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's Russ's show. It's Russ's world, and we're all just living in it. Um, I'll tell you what, it's a parade inside Russ's head today. Oh, no, Russ is going to be coming into the stadium, dancing, talking that talk, just with a real hop in his step. Is that the saying? Hop in his step? Something like that. Uh, lack of hitch in his giddy up. I think There's going to be a major the, lack of hitch in Russ's giddy up. I think that's what the kids are saying today. I, that's what I have heard. I've yeah. seen that on TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, last thing on the heat. Um, I don't expect. I, I don't. I don't think Giannis is going to actually. Giannis <sighs> is back next game. Come on. We really don't know. No. Yeah. Giannis will be back for game three. But honestly, I think that's going to be better for the Heat. I think that everyone in the Bucks is going to relax a little bit. And I saw the Heat have an while he was in. I saw the Heat have an amazing defensive scheme ready for Giannis, and that honestly got me really excited. And you can ask Chase, did I not? Did I or did not? Did I not say this? The second that Giannis went out of the game, I said this makes me even more scared. Oh no, yeah, you didn't like it at all. I because the Heat are known to lose in these trap games in which star players aren't playing. Evident in their 76er series. They beat them when Embiid was playing, and then just a week later got smoked by them when, when Embiid was out. Um, Harden didn't play either, I don't think. Maybe Harden played. I, I forget, but still. That's, that's just evidence for you right there. The Heat don't do well in these little trap games. And, yeah. we also The Heat also love to get torched by random role players, and that was evident in uh, that game. So... Yeah. Um, well, unless you have any other thoughts. Oh, Kings Warriors prediction. I got the Kings yeah, winning I the game. Said that. Um, that's Kings Suns. X factor tonight is Kevon Looney. 
so the Kevon Looney legacy game, if we're being real. Mm, Kaminga legacy game, Jermichael Green legacy game. Yeah, if Anthony Lamb legacy game. Anthony possibly. Lamb has been playing. He could. He won't. He could. I doubt it. He could. Could. You never know. Could. You never know. He might. Um, Jordan Poole has obviously been the biggest disappointment of the series, and I, I genuinely think if... Has he already signed an extension? Yeah. Oh, shucks. For, for Lowe's. That is a shame. Yeah. He this, signed an extension full of cage. This series just isn't a series for Jordan Poole because it's it's not a series that he can hide on anybody in the backcourt. He's not a good backcourt defender. No, they run too um, much, yeah. Herter, they put through the ringer as far as they, he's in every action, getting him open. It's the Warriors' offense. Pretty much for, for, Kevin, for Kevin Herter. But obviously he can't handle Fox. He, he like there's not even a question. Fox. Yeah, no, and then their their three four five is too big. Yeah, and I mean offensively, he's just been his his little clown show that he his circus that he puts on with the ball is just not is it's it's not catching the king's eye. Nah, not at all. The kings are not buying the razzle dazzle that Poole tries to put on before he gets to his bucket. Mike Brown um, was actually quoted saying, "I don't care about that kid's razzle dazzle." Razzle dazzle. Yeah. Mike, Mike Brown was talking about Poole's razzle dazzle. He said, I don't care about the kid's razzle dazzle. We're going to stop him. That sounds like Mike Brown. That's, so, that's, that's something Mike Brown would say. He, he's know. not one to buy into razzle dazzle. No. Um, but yeah, one thing uh, that I loved uh, seeing in game one was that, well, I love it for this game, but Sabonis looked a lot better when guarded by Looney than he did Draymond. Um, and I fully expect Sabonis. I mean, Sabonis is no. He's no stranger to the villain role. He likes when the crowd is against him. He likes when the crowd yeah. is rah, rah, rah at him. No cowbells in the chase center, though. So no cowbells allowed a, in the chase center. That'll be a problem. Yeah, but I expect it to be a 20-20 and 20 game from Sabonis. Um, probably six assists in there, too. But, uh, yeah. If you got anything else, we'll, uh, we'll cut it to our future selves. Ready? We'll see you guys in one second and now. Got a problem? No. That's what I thought. And we're back. That was fast. It's not recording, buddy. It a thousand percent is. Moron head. Oh, it's recording. Um, and we're back. Well, that was fast. It would seem like we're back. Um, so, yeah, a lot of, lot of ball went down. whole lot. Um, Do you know ball is the question. Asking a guy like me, huh? I I yeah. know ball. Yeah, do you? Know I know ball. ball. Uh, first and foremost, um, the uh, Brooklyn Nets—they gave it their best effort. Um, I don't like the doubling, the double teaming. I think it's way too like what if Embiid has a catch on, at the top of the key and Royce O'Neal's on him. Why are you doubling out there? It's just it just makes for unnecessary rotation. I do think it's kind of funny. That it's just like. It doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason as to where the. It's just a blind double. It, you, that, that literally, it was just if MB gets the ball, double team. And like yeah, leave Tyrese Maxey open for catch and shoot threes. But it's also, I mean, it was we saw less of it today, but a lot of a uh, game one and two, it'd be like or game game one, game one and two, <laughs> it'd be like, um, two guys would go to double the ball not realizing that it was the other person's responsibility, and then two guys are wide open instead of just one guy being wide open. And then, like, the off-ball rotations, it's like one guy's covering down, one guy will cover down, and then the next guy that's on the perimeter, like, goes down there too. It's like, okay, wait, no, that guy's already covered. I got to go somewhere else. It's like, what? I don't even think they practice these doubles whatsoever. 
I mean, you know, it's not like. I mean, Chase, they were they were in the play-in, right? They didn't know who their opponent was going to be no, yeah, until. You're right. Oh, wait a minute. They were the six seed. They probably oh, should have had that they? done okay. in scout. Yeah, I didn't know they were the six seed. Oh okay. man, forgot yeah. about that. So, um, very early in the game, Claxton decides to uh, step over Embiid. I don't know how that's a flagrant one, and then Harden's a flagrant two. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, but uh, Embiid kicks him in the balls, classic Draymond style. Uh, I thought it was a great start to the game, to be honest. I thought it was fun. Um, but, yeah, Claxton, he gets a technical for stepping over him, and then MB just flagrant one. You'd think that was a, that'd be a call to action for young Joel Embiid, the possibly future MVP. But, nah, he finishes the game 5 of 13, 10 rebounds. Um, not a great game, but no, nonetheless, yeah, no. game-winning block. Got it done without James Harden for the most of the fourth quarter, or for the fourth quarter. So, yeah. Um, you I know. think if Claxton's in, they win that. I, I kind of agree with you on that one. I don't know why he felt the need to stare and be done for 10 seconds. I didn't. But then again, if the roles were reversed, Embiid's not getting a tech. I, That's I 100% true. wholeheartedly believe that. But, I mean, the, uh, the refereeing in this game was, uh, it was pretty, you know, it was it was very unusual. It was very up and down. It was just very uh, Marty, overall Marty Blazer like. It was very Marty Blazer like. Um, but let's get on to the real show. Um, you know, some would some would call it uh, a bit of a trouncing. Um, Warriors beat the Kings by seventeen. Entertaining game, nonetheless. Oh yeah. Um, Warriors firing on all cylinders. They they get back in the Bay Area and just you know become the Warriors yet again. Steph Curry. Some might say Cole called it, but, you know, we don't give me all the credit. Uh, 30, <laughs> I know everyone's giving me all the credit. Call, no one. Who gave you credit? Everyone, man? everyone called Who down. gave you credit and when? I've been looking all over Twitter like, man, did Cole call it or what? Still two um, to one. 36 points for Young Curry. Um, almost a 20 and 20 game for Demonis Sabonis. 15 and 16. Pretty close. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty close. Good call by Cole. Um, but, yeah, um, this was a game that I think, I mean, you know, Steph Curry is going to do Steph Curry. I saw a lot of really good things out of uh, Mosey Moodis. I saw, obviously, a lot of really good things out of Andrew Wiggins. Kaminga just like. Yeah, that's what I was. Like, he just transports to the basket. And he doesn't even. Yeah, I was, it was going to be like, you know, a really momentous thing when I was, I said, but no, Kaminga. No, I, he was the one who really impressed me. That was, Screw that's what I was going to say. Screw it. That's what I was going to say. Kaminga, um, a lot of really good defensive efforts, but his cuts, his attacking the baskets, was really impressive. I didn't love. I didn't love Clay tonight offensively. Yeah, no. Five um, for fifteen, three for ten from three. I saw a lot of selfish shots. Is what I a saw. A lot. A lot. Um, you know, Curry works so hard to get open to get the quality of shot that he gets, though it's not high. But anytime he gets any sort of an opening, it's a big plus. Yeah. It's really annoying to a fan like me when I see Curry wide open on the off chance that he gets open and then he sees and then Clay Thompson just takes a crazy shot out of nowhere. Well, and like the Warriors were never built on all right, it's my time to take a shot, so I'm gonna shoot. But Clay did like that Clay did that like five or six times. He's like, Okay, I have the ball, I'm gonna slow it down, I'm gonna dribble into the seventeen feet away, post up and Shoot a follow it. It's like, no, that's not how you guys ever played. That's not winning basketball. I don't know why he was doing that. 
Yeah, and you see uh, 13 points on Clay Thompson's stat sheet. Five of those came in garbage time. Yeah. Back-to-back plays. Um, quick floppy action into the corner and then a wide-open mid-range jump shot. I don't know nothing shot. about a floppy action. Okay, then. I guess, Get out of here. Just for lying. Um, but game MVP, everybody knows, goes out to... Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney. You know, coming out of high school, some were saying Kevon Looney was the next Kevin Durant. No, he's the first Kevon Looney. But No, he's the first Kevon Looney. So. Look that up, by the way, guys. Ball is Life posted a video. Is Kevon Looney the next Kevin Durant? Everyone check that. You can verify. This video does exist. But Kevon Looney, you know, you look at you look at a statue, you say, whoa, four points? What's Cole talking about? But you look further now. Keep reading. Twenty rebounds, nine assists. You know, that's the first ever four point twenty rebound and above eight assist game since who? You might ask. Oh yeah, Kavon Looney. Last year's playoffs. How about that? Uh, yeah, plus twenty one. By the way, just three behind Steph Curry with the best plus minus of plus twenty four. Yeah, man, and um. Do you know Steph, through these three games, is plus 36? When he's not on the court, they're minus 32. I did know that, yeah. No, you didn't. I so Stop did. Stop it. I so did. Just be like, whoa. I'm imp- yeah, it is impressive. You're right. Wow. Man. That's a really good plus minus uh, as far as Stephen Curry goes. and Not so good when he's not on the court. Um, yeah, good analysis, Cole. Thanks, man. Um Yet another really bad game. You literally just said, yeah, they're, they're good when he's on. When he's not on, they're bad. I know. It's true. That's what plus minus somewhat tells you. Although sometimes it's skewed. Um, a lot of times it doesn't give you the whole story. But this time it's a good indicator, I feel. Um, lackluster game out of Jordan Poole. Bad game. Um, yeah, no, he still hasn't figured it out. Might no. be the mustache. It very well could be We were talking about that. It could be. Something like that that needs to be changed or... Um, maybe, you got it. Yeah. Keep troubleshooting. No, I'm just like, what could it be or... I don't know. Yeah, just don't know. Pool party's over maybe or... Phoenix Suns outlast those uh, pesky Clippers. Shit, barely. Minus The pesky Clippers minus Kaw High and... Ball George. Well, I think that's what makes them the pesky Clippers. Yeah, they don't, they're not really... They're not, if they have Kawhi and PG, they're not pesky. They're just the Clippers. But they definitely are pesky without PG and Kawhi. No, yeah. The Suns really wanted them to win this game. Yeah. The Suns really wanted the Clippers to win this game, but they, the Clippers just didn't want to that bad. Yeah. Uh, wh- one thing I got to say, if I'm being honest with you, I was expecting more out of Russ. I know what? he finished with – I know he had 30. I know he had 30. I know he shot it 23 times. I know he turned the ball over six he times. Twenty three times. Um, by the way, five of those being in the first quarter. Shout out to Russ, really taking care of the ball down the stretch. But I don't know. I, I don't know why. I was just expecting more, more everything. No, this is a very good Russ game. But I was just. I don't know. I, I when I say more, I don't mean like. I, I meant like more Russ. You know, more antics, more crazy oh, okay, shots. Okay. More all that stuff. Um, I'm not saying know, a bad game. I don't know how this game got to 128, 122. It was like a total of 80 points at half. Yeah, I mean, 
I think kind of the shot making just went up in the second half and the defense kind of went with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Norman Powell, he did his absolute best. 42 points. That's his playoff career high. Um, Is that not easily. his career career high? It's got to be. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a 50-point game for the no, Toronto I don't Raptors. Think he does. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know that for sure. I just know it's playoff career high. Um, fourth quarter, you know what they we say. were not, in fact, yelling, why the fuck Batuman? Because he wasn't in the fourth quarter. Bag work that Norm, bad. though. That's his Instagram. That's his Instagram? Go, go follow Bag work Norm on Instagram. Yeah. Um, do you think the Suns can win the championship, Chase? Just, let's just say it. Do you think that they can? I think they do. I think they can, but it's, it's such a steep learning curve for them to just all to figure this out. All learning each other this quick, let alone in the playoffs. It's like they're all really smart guys. The only thing I think that is going to keep them from that is their depth. I don't think they have guys that they really trust off the bench. So true. I did like seeing Damian Lee in there, although we saw him only for 11 minutes. Uh, what I saw out of him, I liked. Yeah, I mean, um, you, I mean looking at the minutes from the big four that they have, Chris Paul, 40, D-Book, 44, 8 and 35, KD, 41. That's been every game. Yeah. So how long are they going to be able to do that, and how long are they going to be able to sustain that? I was going to say, when do you expect a Chris Paul injury to happen? Because you know he's not going to make – all these games. Well, yeah, I mean, 43 games in a row for a guy that's, what, 39 years old, 38? Yeah. That's not easy at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kevin Durant, I wouldn't be surprised if he got hurt either. No, no, I think he'll be okay. Him and D-Book will be okay, but I don't I, I don't see Chris Paul being able to sustain this for very long. Yeah. All-time classic performance out of Devin Booker. And um, I mean, we saw that with the performance tonight, 5 for 18 from the field, 1 for 8 from 3. Like, yeah, after – there was, there was no way he was going to follow up the amazing offensive performance Chris Paul had in the, game, uh, the last game. No, yeah, two very good games to start the series. But this yeah. is, yeah, you know. But, I mean, D-Book with 45. Um, also made a tremendous defensive play at the end of the second half uh, without a shoe on, you know, just running down the court. He actually used the shoe to contest. I don't yeah, know if you saw he that. he still made the shot. He did still make the shot, but it was about the effort. You know, it was about the of, effort. I think that was three of Powell's 42, maybe. Yeah. That's right. That's, that is right. No, but D-Book proves time and time again that he's in the conversation with the best in the league, and he, he deserves to be there. So true. I don't like that DeAndre Aiden is routinely getting out-toughed and out, just out, overall outmanned by Zubats. This is a former number one overall pick versus what was Zubats' 48th pick, I think. You know what I call him? What's that? Big City DeAndre. You call him Big City DeAndre? Yeah, Why is he's that? taking all these turnarounds, not going for the rebounds. No dirty work. Yeah? We need dirty work DeAndre back. I don't. I don't think there's ever been a dirty work, DeAndre. Um, you know what I call that guy? Dirty who? Dre. Dirty Dre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, um, Zubats. You know him being crafty around the room with his amazing jump hooks, his unguardable jump hooks. I may add. Um, you know his nice little dunks. You know what I call him? Yeah. Bagwork Zoo. Ooh. Bagwork Zoo. I like that. I like that. Go fetch his Instagram, by the way, guys. Go follow him. Bagwork Zoo. Um, yeah, man. Just gets that Baja routinely. You know what I call Bones Highland when he. Slaps away Mason Plumley screens and has the ball for twenty seconds. What's that? Bones is busy. That's that was bad. No, because he's busy. He's at the ball. He's like that was thumbs down. He's like, get away, Mason. I'm busy. I'm dribbling. Yeah. There, there were stop points, it. This is serious. There were points in the second quarter where Bones Highland was just you know running amok. It Chase looked, yeah. Chase out loud said, "Is this? Is he think this is VCU? Like he saw Chris Paul and he's like, oh, 
This is where I get mine. It looked like it was like game 37, back off of second night of a back-to-back. Everybody's out. Even Norman Powell's not playing. They're like, Bones, <laughs> here's the offense. It's like, wait a second. No, this is game three of the playoffs against the Suns. <laughs> he only played 21 minutes, but those 21 minutes were oh, felt. He made it known. I mean, everyone knew Bones played tonight. Everybody knew. He also missed a pretty crucial three. Yeah, I went in and out. And went in and out. I thought that's he was going to hit That's it. a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, I liked what I saw out of Terrence Mann. I liked what I saw out of Plumlee, Numbers obviously. Numbers still good, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall, we all know. I'd like uh, to see Marcus Morris out there. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, though. I mean, you, I just, know, you know. You got what you expected. When Paul George I like and, a Morris twin sighting. When Paul George and Kawhi aren't playing, Morris is going to go out there, do something, you know. And that something tonight was four points. So shout yeah. out. Yeah. Shout out to Morris. That could have been Markeith. We don't even know. We, For all been. we know, it could have been Markeith. Yeah. We just don't know. Um, but, yeah, we obviously know if uh, Kawhi's not back, they're not going to do nothing. This was very random that Kawhi didn't play. Yeah, it definitely was. was. No, this, came out, yeah. this came out about two hours, four, three, hours no, three and a half hours before game time. Oh, sorry, sorry. At least, maybe so more. Um, yeah, unexpected, you might say. Out of the blue. I, I didn't even see like underdog didn't have it. Like I first saw no, him it, like literally it was out. He was not questionable no. or anything. He was just out. I saw him like NBA Central first. I'm like, all right, I don't even believe that. And exactly. then a couple other pe- people had it. I was like, okay, I guess he's out. I got the notification right before my spiffy haircut. Shout out Aiden the Barber, by yeah. the way. Up looking haircut. Looking swanky. Don't ever say that again. You know what? No, no. You just lost. Uh, I'm gonna, care. I'm gonna go when I edit this podcast, and I'm gonna edit out all your talking parts. Oh no, you just that's that's right. So yeah, but um, I predict the Clippers win the next game. That's just my prediction. And then after that, if they win the next game, Paul George will be back for Game Five. Didn't that's, they already say he's out for the first round? Paul George. Didn't they already has, say he's out? Didn't they? Didn't Paul George has been hinting. That he's going to be coming back sooner. He's been working out a lot more. He's been looking really good in his workouts. I don't think taking minutes away from Norman Powell and Batum and Terrence but Mann is a good thing. You don't think taking minutes away from not, fourth quarter yelling why the fuck Batum in is a good thing? Not for 70% Paul George, which is what we're going to get. Dude, you are tripping, not, dog, with a capital trip. What? Nah, dude, you're actually... Eric Gordon from Indiana? You're going to take minutes away from him? <laughs> Eric Gordon out of Indiana. He has been playing pretty well this series. I'll give him that. Didn't shoot so... I mean, he didn't really get the shots tonight no. as he was in game one and two, but Somebody still. had the ball for a lot of the possessions, waving away screens. I wonder who that was. Um, yeah, no, I still think any kind of Paul George is a good thing. I think you're absolutely insane. I think once you sleep this one off... You're gonna think of it like, man, what did I say on that podcast? I'm gonna stand by my I, statement. I if I'm not gonna like a game five Paul George. Yeah, that's silly. That's silly. If he um, was projected not playing in the series and now he's like, Oh, I'm back. Dog, you aren't watching these workouts. You gotta You aren't either. My sources are. Get the hell out of here. Oh my gosh. I don't know why you don't buy what I say. You have no sources, you have no connections. That's silly of you to say. That's silly. We all know. Cole's connected. You ask anybody in our in our locker room who I see today to day. No one believes everyone you in knows. The locker room. No one. Cole has got the scoop. If everybody you knows. Know, if you want to know something about what's going on in the world of ball, everybody knows you're full of bull junk. You in the locker ask room. Cole. 
That's no, not it's, so. It's getting around. That's not so. I've known it for a while. Everybody now knows. You're okay, full of bull junk. That's not so. Yeah. No, some of my predictions might be bull junk. The information that I say, no, I don't know why you're just because you use information. You use conjecture as information a lot. The, name a time. You keep going around saying, no, the Ravens are signing Lamar Jackson. The, okay. The Heat are trading for Damian Lillard. Like, you don't know that. I said we were going to be offering him a package. We are. I said he will be. I've, for one thing, by the way, I don't I've care. never rabble, claimed rabble, rabble, to have rabble. sources in the NFL. I've never claimed to have sources in the NFL. I made a claim. I made a statement of what I think that Lamar Jackson will be playing too late for, for the purple argument. and black week one. That's that I'm standing by, and this at this point you know is to be true. Too late for this argument. I gotta go to bed. Okay. Um, well, I guess that'll be all. We uh, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, it was a good time. V- very great night of ball overall. So yeah. I mean, um, and um, so yeah, yeah. That'll that'll do it. I think we're gonna cut it off here. Is what we're trying to. Um, okay. That's all she wrote. And as always, what's the name of the, yeah? Par for the court. We're. And as always, yeah, we're done. All right, as always, yep.